And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Shake thyself from the dust, arise and sit down. Lose the bands from thy neck, O new Jerusalem. Shake thyself from the dust, arise and sit down. O captive daughter of Zion, what is the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? And what is the last thing that I do every night before I go to sleep? I get up and I say thank you, Lord, for all the things you've done for me. I kneel down right by my bedside and I worship, I worship your majesty. I look for my Bible and I find a quiet place to have my quiet time with the Lord. No Bible, no breakfast, no talking to people. Without talking to God What is the first thing that I do When I wake up in the morning And what is the last thing that I do Every night before I go to sleep Oh, Oh yeah, I get up and I say thank you Lord For all the things you've done for me I kneel down right by my bedside And I worship, I worship your majesty I need sweet fellowship with the Holy Spirit Need to feel His presence come near Him Need to hear His voice when I read my Bible Need to know He's spoken to me What is the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? And what is the last thing that I do every night before I go to sleep? Oh, oh yeah, I get up and I say thank you Lord for all the things you've done for me. I kneel down right by my bedside and I worship, I worship your majesty. Now what is the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? And what is the last thing that I do every night before I go to sleep? Oh, oh, I get up and I say thank you Lord. 
worship, I worship your majesty. Now what is the first thing that I do? And what is the last thing that I do? And what is the first thing that you do? And what is the last thing that you do? I get up and I say thank you, Lord. And what is the last thing that I do? And what is the first thing that I do? What is the last thing that I do? And what is the first thing that I do? Are your souls ready? Are you ready for the word of God? I can feel from the excitement that you are ready for the word of God. Jeremiah 3 verse 15 says, I will give you shepherds according to my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. This morning as you rise up to your feet, put your hands together as we welcome on the stage the, my father, the servant of God, Pastor Chris, who is going to feed us with knowledge and understanding. Holy Excited. Clap your hands. Move me now. Make my own again. Spirit move over me. Spirit move over me. Let his joy fill you now. Let his joy flow through you now. Reach out and let the Spirit fill you now. Lord, let my soul rejoice in Let my soul rejoice. Sing it again, let his joy flow through you. Let his joy flow through you now. Reach out and let the Spirit fill you now. Let my soul rejoice in you. Let my soul rejoice. Time, Holy Spirit, move me now. Holy Spirit, move me now. And make, make my life whole again. Spirit, move over me. Over me. Spirit, move. 
Give the Lord a hand of praise. Lift your hands. Jesus, what a wonder you are. You shine like a bright morning star. Jesus, what a wonder you are. You are so gentle, gentle so pure. And you shine like a bright morning star, Jesus. What a wonder you sing it again, Jesus. You are so gentle. You are so, so gentle, gentle. So pure and so, so kind. You shine like a bright morning What a wonder One more time, Jesus Jesus What a wonder You are You are so gentle So pure and so you shine, Lord. Oh, you shine like a bright morning star. Jesus, what a wonder you are. We sing praises to your name. Oh Lord, praise us to your name. Oh Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. We sing praises to your name. Lift your hands and worship Him. Oh, Lord, praise us to your name. Oh, Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be. We bring glory to your name. We bring glory. Oh, Lord. 
Jesus, we welcome the Holy Spirit because it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank Him for who He is and what He means to you. Everyone has a testimony of what the Lord has done. How great is the Lord. How wondrous He is to be praised. Thank Him, praise Him. Praise Him in tongues. Praise Him in the Spirit. Praise Him, praise Him. I want to hear you. Praise somebody, make a noise and praise the Lord. Don't be ashamed to praise the Lord. Don't be ashamed to praise the Lord. Praise Him, give Him praise, give Him praise, give Him praise, give Him praise. We worship the name of Jesus Christ. 
we love this name. It's an F. Your hands are lifted. Yes, praise him. Praise him. Praise him. He's worthy. He's worthy. That's why we gather. That's why we gather. That's why we for Jesus. It's all about Him. It's all about Him. Tabo Santa Catana. If again. And you don't have to worry. And don't you be afraid. Joy comes in the morning Troubles they don't last always Remember there's a friend in Jesus He will wipe your tears away Come on! If your heart is broken Just lift your hand I know that I can make it. I, I know, know that, that I can say. No matter what will no come my way. No matter what will come my way. My life is in your hands. With Jesus, I can take it. With Jesus, I can take it. With, With Him, him I, know I know I can stay. No matter. One more time, say, you don't have to worry, and don't you be afraid. Joy comes in the morning, troubles they don't last away. Remember, there's a friend in Jesus who will wipe your tears away. And if your heart is broken, just lift your hands and say Just lift your hands and say I know that I can make it I know that I can stay No matter what no may come away No matter what may come away My, my life is in your hands With Jesus I can make it With Jesus I can make it With Jesus I can stand No matter what may come away My life is in your hands Sing it for Jesus With Jesus I can make it With Jesus I can stand Oh no matter what may come away My life is in your hands and no matter what 
may come away. My life is in your hand. No matter what may come my way, my life is in God's hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise and you may take your seats. Praise the Lord. Amen. What a privilege to be with you again this morning and a blessing that we can gather to worship the name of the Lord. Amen. You must never forget it's all about Jesus and the praise and the worship we offer to Him. And when you're in the service in the morning, you must be partakers of what is happening here. Amen. Sometimes you can just be a, part, a, a spectator, but not a partaker. You must be a partaker because the blessings will be flowing to you. Amen. Actually, I, I read a book called Tasters and Partakers. Yeah, the scripture says, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. So I've, if you've been coming here, you've been invited here, you've been visiting here, or you've been here for long, but you're only tasting, I want to tell you there's a higher level <coughs> than a taster. You must become a partaker. Amen. Become a partaker of all the good things that God has in store for you. Glory to God. And you will have many great testimonies of the goodness of the Lord in this land of the living. Hallelujah. I'm sure you all have testimonies. I actually want to include testimonies in the morning service. Uh, we will just have to find a way to do it. The morning service has become a little bit difficult because time is always against us. But then we also have evening services. Amen. We haven't had evening services for a while because of the cold winter. But I feel tonight we can gather here. Those that are, I want to see the leaders tonight and whoever wants to come, come and join us at 7 p.m. It's called Revival at 7. Amen. Or do you want to rest? Rest is for the Rest is for the weary. I just feel the Holy Spirit is telling me to meet tonight with the people at seven because something good is going to come your way. Hallelujah. All right, I want to close. This is uh, not really, but the world has decided to make the month of August Women's Month. So many churches are following this pattern of Women's Month. And next week, I believe there's going to be a great convention here or a gathering of ladies on Saturday. So if you're a lady, please make your way here. All right? I know there's a huge pressure on the church nowadays for this confusion between a male and a female. The pastors were talking about it the other day. 
And they said we must be careful not to call somebody a you or she. Because the person must decide what he wants to be. I just want to make it clear to all of you that we don't, in this church, we follow the word of God. Amen. And I also want to make it very clear to all of you that I'm fully aware that a lot of people struggle with that indecision. Are you with me? We can't be blind to the fact. Now I want to tell you all, seeing that the Jumans month, I just want to say this, that all people are welcome at BMI. Whether you're a man or a female or you're confused about what you are, you are also welcome here. It's, 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 I won't chase anybody away. We all need the Lord. That might be your problem. I have another problem. I have a different problem to you. We all have problems. That's why the doors of the house of God is open to all people. Are you with me? So if you feel a tendency, uh, you're a woman but you like woman, or you're a man but you like man, you must come here. Don't stay away. I will pray for you. That tendency is going to change. Because it's not from God. It's a problem you have, but it's, well, we love you with your problem. But it's not from God. Because the Bible says it's not right. The natural way of God is man will, will like a woman. And a woman will like a man. But we love you. Come. I'll pray for you. And you will change. Amen. So next week is a women's convention. All women are welcome. Then Sunday there will also be a woman preacher here. I believe in women prophesying and preaching. You know prophecy means, you know the Bible talks about a woman mustn't speak in the church. You all know that scripture. You don't. Some of you that read your Bibles. But it didn't mean a woman, it was trying to say that a woman must be under a man's authority. Are you listening? Because the other verse says, when a woman prophesies, her head must not be uncovered. Which means she can prophesy. Do you understand? When a woman prophesies, which means she can prophesy. So next weekend, don't miss it. It's for men and, the Sunday is for men and women. The Saturday is for women only. Are you clear? <laughs> Hallelujah. Even I am confused nowadays. <laughs> oh Lord, let me just. I remember prophecy, a man of God came to speak. You know, sometimes people speak all types of stuff in the church. That's why at this church, we don't let anybody stand and speak. You can't confuse the church. So this prophet was prophesying. He said, there's a mighty fear coming, says the Lord. There's a mighty fear coming on this land in the last day, said the Lord. This is a mighty fear, said the Lord. Even I am afraid, said the Lord. <laughs> Forgive. <laughs> but I want to conclude today my series I've been teaching on faith you know but I realized something in life that we can't really close 
on the subject of faith. We can't really. I'm not sure if there's a book at the back in the bookshop, but I, I, I've been teaching you from a book that I was reading, Faith Secrets. It's got many chapters, about 50 chapters. Because I realize that faith covers a, a vast array of our Christian walk. Actually, it is our Christian walk. Because the Bible says we walk by faith. Isn't it? Then it also says we live by faith. So how can we be alive if there's no faith? What is faith? It's to believe God. To believe. Amen. So we can't really, even if I say I'm closing on the subject, whatever I'm going to preach, if God spares me in the coming weeks, there will always be faith involved. Are you with me? I'm always looking for what is, what is the main thing for God. I'm always looking for what really pleases God. Because I want to please God. Do you want to please God? So I'm really trying to find out what is the main thing. Because I, I love the Bible, I'm always searching. And then I notice that God is pleased by our faith. You, no man can serve God without having faith to believe God. You know, God is pleased by faith. Yeah. Don't please men. Please God. When you have faith in God, your faith will be tested or your faith, there will be competition for, for your pleasing. Are you with me? And the Bible makes it clear that you must not please men. Rather please God. Because men will rise up against your faith in God. You see, even your family will come up against your faith in God. And then you must stand before the crossroads to make a decision. Will I please my family or shall I please God? But the Bible makes it very clear. Rather choose to please God. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. You must believe. Amen. Beautiful. Ephesians 6 verse 16, please. Take the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Ephesians 6 verse 16. Then I also want to read to you um, John, 1 John. 1 John chapter 1 verse 5. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone that loveth him One John one, sorry, verse one. I'm sorry. One John five. One John five, verse one. You got the wrong verse on the board. One John five. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth Him, that beget. Oh, this is the King James. Put it in the uh, uh, New Living Translation. Just that first one. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. You see, the word believes is the word faith. Are you with me? So if you believe, if you have faith that Jesus is the Christ, you have become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. Verse 2. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Now, when I started about two months ago, 
I was explaining to you very clearly that faith is obedience. I have nicely explained it. Faith is obedience and obedience is faith. You see, because we, we struggle to understand faith. The Bible also speaks about faith being a mystery. It's a mystery, something not easily explained. You know, you just believe and something happens. That's the mystery of faith. But here, this is very clearly, if you love God's children, then it's, that, that is when you love God. Are you all hearing me? So at this moment, I want to hit home to your church attendance. Where do you find the children of God? You're supposed to find them in the house of God, isn't it? Or do, or they, do you find them in Shabins? Oh. Children of God must be found in the house of God. I'll ask your neighbor, why is it that I don't always see you? Why is it that I don't? Why is it that I don't always see you? Say these last few weeks when it was raining, I didn't see you. Are, are, are you made of, of snowflake? Will you melt? Will, will, will you melt? Will you melt in the rain? Look, let me tell you something, my friends. As I serve God, I enjoy the benefits of serving Him. I have many great testimonies of the Lord's work. Just this week, my, my, my son is, is now in the air over the Atlantic Ocean flying back to study. And we were trying to get him a visa because his visa expired. He had to be renewed. And everybody told us they have been waiting for seven months because there's a backlog at the embassy. And we had a difficulty because we couldn't give in his passport early for the visa application. If you don't know visa, you'll, hear, you'll understand these things in the sweet by and by. You, 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 need, you need a visa to go to another country. You can't just go to another country. The country must give you permission to enter. That's called the visa. And when they, when they see, you must make an application. They want to see who you are, where you stay, what is, what is your mission there, what are you going to do there? Are you coming to steal things? Are you coming? You know, they don't want, people don't want you in their countries. Because you, you Africans, we Africans, we are troublemakers. Yeah. We put a, a, a sinkok, what is it called? We put a shack on the pavement in any country. Hmm. So the countries really don't want us. That's why it's very hard to get a visa to America and to Europe. I tell you. <laughs> so the people that were trying, I know I have some pastors that would like, is they want to go to the U.S. now. But they said it's been so difficult. It, one pastor said, I handed mine in in March. I'm still waiting. So we couldn't give this one early because he had to travel with me to Ghana because there was another visa in there. To, every country, most countries require visas. There are some countries for free. You can go to those free countries. It's Rwanda, Afghanistan, Liberia. Yeah. 
So we just, we ended it in last week. Last week, application. And he already had a flight booked for yesterday. And as I was thinking of the faith that I'm teaching, I said, Lord, now I apply the faith that I am teaching. That however long it takes for others, I'm a a favorite of God. Yes. I'm what you call a darling boy. So Lord, hear my prayer. Cancel every blockage. Every wicked person sitting behind a clerical desk that wants to delay. And that clerk that was going to be sick because of flu for five days, I rebuke that flu over that clerk. I command the clerk to come to work to open the application and stamp it in Jesus' name. I was exercising my faith. I was speaking things into being. And then I'm, because I'm an analytical person, I always have a plan B for everything. I am like that. When, I, when something fails, I'm always, what, I, what will we do? So how, I, how the Lord made me. But this time I knew I must not have a plan B. Because then my faith will be tested. So every time when I wanted to discuss, what if this thing doesn't come in time? And, I, and the Lord kept reminding me, don't speak those words over this situation. You have asked me. Now leave it to me. Because you see, the prayers that God answers is the prayers of His will. Maybe you didn't get what you asked God. God only answers the prayers of His will. So I said, Lord, it is your will that He is studying there. You've opened the door. I'm sure you won't shut it now. So let it be. And we, Wednesday we got the call that he received it. I'm, I'm saying, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm telling you something to say to you that I have testimonies of the Lord's favor on my life. But you see, it's not really about being a darling boy or so. God wants to do it for all of you. God wants to prosper all his children. God is not a respecter of person. God is going to give his inheritance to all nations. It doesn't matter where you come from, what country you come from. God is not a racist. God doesn't look at the color of your skin. God doesn't look if you are male or a female. If you are a child of God, you, are, you, are, you stand in line to receive all the blessings that is, that is dedicated to you. You must step into it. You must walk into it. Hallelujah. But it starts by the small things. Just obey God. So when I'm nagging on your heads like a father says, don't miss church services. It's not that I want to look good to preach to many people. I can fill this church 10 times over. I must just keep soup and bread and then we will have the whole church full. There's many ways to fill a church. <laughs> but I really want to see you walking in the inheritance that God has for you. Really. So, so I say things like, don't be irregular in your church attendance. 
But I still find when I come, I say, hey. There's a, there's a cloud. The Bible says, the lazy man says, there's a lion in the street. There's a lion in the street. I can't go to church today. May the Lord remove all laziness from your bones. May it be extracted from the marrow of your bones. May you find joy in the presence of the Lord. Amen. There must be joy in your heart. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Glory to God. So all of you must make this pact that come what? I will make my way to the house of God. Because this verse says, we know we love God. If we love His children and obey His commandments. You see, there's the key. But go on, I want to bring you to faith quickly. Verse 3. Are you here? Loving God, what does it mean? Means keeping His commandments. And His commandments are not burdensome. Is it burdensome to come to church? Is it burdensome? It's not burdensome. Go to verse 4. For every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this through victory, this victory through our faith. Just keep it there. The world is full of evil. If you were here last, yesterday morning in the prayer meeting, we were praying against the evils of this world. You missed a great opportunity to pray. We were praying against the evils that will come against us. And the Lord should deliver us. We were praying against snares and traps. Because the Bible talks about many snares and many traps. Snares of evil men. Snares of wicked women. Snares of the false prophets. But you missed it. So, every child of God defeats this evil world. How do we defeat it? Through our faith. Amen. And that is why I, I see that people can't last the distance or endure the journey. Because if your faith is weak, you see, the enemy will get you. And the enemy will defeat you. How do you defeat him? We achieve this victory through our faith. Verse 5, look at this. And we can win this battle against the world. Only those who believe that belief word is belief is to have faith. To have faith that Jesus is the Son of God. Glory to God. I see your struggles come to an end when you start to exercise faith. When you start to believe. Yes, pastor, you say, I believe. What is belief? Faith is obedience and obedience is faith. Just when you hear the word of God, do what God tells you to do. And these inheritance blessings will be yours. You will walk into it. Amen. You can't be poor if you bring your tithe to God. Because you believe that what God said in His word will be true for you. You see, it has to do with faith. He's going to open the windows of heaven and He's going to pour on you such a blessing. You really can't contain it. And then when the devourer comes to steal from you, 
the Lord will rebuke him for your sake. You don't have to rebuke the devourer. The Lord will block him. Now, if you don't believe this, listen, if you don't have faith that this can happen, you see, you are defeated. You are financially defeated and you walk in poverty. I had a vision in the night. I saw feet, it was shoes, walking. I didn't see, just from here, the vision is just from here down. It was broken shoes. Uh, the shoe had a buckle on. I don't know who's here with the buckle shoe. You know what, but when the buckle, you know shoes have, some shoes have buckle. But the buckle can't close anymore because the shoe is broken. It's fadala. But in the vision, I saw this person walking. Listen to my vision. Because the Lord gave it to me in the night. Just this night, this night. I saw oh, some shoe, some broken shoe. As he was walking, the buckle was playing. This way, that way. To whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong to? <laughs> and while the person was walking, the shoe started to change. From a broken shoe to a very smart upmarket crocket and zone. And I said, Lord, what is this? And the Lord said, I'm changing the prosperity of the people from poverty and broken shoes to something marvelous and spectacular. And I will prove to them the impossible. Because with God, all things are possible. Some things? Only some things? With God, all things are And I see some people stepping out of poverty. Because I hate poverty. I asked someone why you couldn't come to the, to the concert yesterday, Friday. He said to me, he, he didn't get paid yet. The concert was 20 rand. And I said, oh my God. I want to break the back of poverty over the people. But I tell you a secret. You can't pray and fast for that demon to be broken. That demon is only broken by obedience. That demon is broken by the obedience of bringing to God. Bringing to God. Because He already gave us the remedy, the solution to walk in prosperity. To walk from broken buckle shoes to proper Crockett and Jones. I don't know what's the modern shoes today. In our days it was Crockett and Jones. Crockett and Jones you make a sound if you walk. Clockety, 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 clock. Yeah, because it's real leather. Clockety, 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 clock. But you can't pray that away. You can't fast it away. 
Yes, that one is by bringing to God. You, you see, when you bring to God, you believe that God is real. He who comes to God must believe that God exists and that He's a rewarder of those who will diligently seek Him. So I say, Lord, I don't have much, but according to your word, I've put aside what belongs to you. And I, I, I affirm my covenant with you that if I bring this to you, you promise Jacob, you promise Abraham, you promise them that they shall never lack. And those who bless them will be blessed. And those who curse them will be cursed. Now the promise was to Abraham and the Jewish people. But when Jesus Christ died on the cross, He put us into the seed of Abraham. He connected us to the seed of Abraham. The blessings of Abraham is yours. Receive it. The Bible says Isaac works great. Genesis 26. He became great. He had many things. And then it doesn't end by that. I had to rather say again. He became very great. You will become very great. But you must believe God. And obey God. I promise you. God is not a man that he should lie. Nor the son of man that he should repent. If he says it. He will do it. He will do it. Have faith in God. Look at this. He became a very rich man. And his wealth continued to grow. Put this in the King James Version. I like it more. And the man waxed great. Hey. And went forward. You shall go forward in Jesus' name. No more backward. Now listen carefully. You might be here and say, Pastor, all the good it with my gebeur. You're explaining the situation or the circumstances that led you to your poverty. But you see, by God's grace, He brought you to this place. This is not any place. If you put your soul of your feet here, you have already entered into holy ground. The Lord promised me this will be the place of God's sanctuary. This will be a glorious place. The people who walk here, they will experience a difference in their lives. Hallelujah! He went forward. You will go forward in Jesus' name. You will not go backward. Yes. You will go forward. But my friend, you must obey God. If you ask me, but pastor, why is it not happening? You must obey God. <clears throat> Dr. David Ayedepo said, why is your faith not working for you? Why do Christians believe in faith, but their faith is not working for you? You know why? Faith doesn't work for carnal and fleshly people. Yes. 
when the Israelites was going through the Red Sea, the waters opened and they went on dry ground. But when the Egyptians came, their faith didn't work for them. Because faith is for believers. Are you with me? But Dr. David Ayedepo said, he said, faith only works if you become spiritual. Because John on the island of Patmos in Revelation chapter 1 verse 10 said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day when I heard a voice speak from me. Faith is obedience to the voice of God. Are you with me? How can you hear the voice of God if you're not in the environment of God? How can you hear God's voice? He said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me the voice of God. May you turn from carnality to spirituality. May you love God and the things of God. Listen, give your life to God and the things of God. If God is real, you will be surprised at how God can lift you out of nothing into something. You see, this, this verse, uh, where were we now? In Genesis 26. Genesis 26 verse 1. Look at this. Quickly. There was a famine in the land. Isn't God wonderful? I just read to you now that the man became great. He became very great. You know where, where that was? It was in Delph. In the new translation it says there was a there was a famine in Delph. Receive this as the word of God to you. There's a famine in Delph. There's not a lot of food. There's not a lot of jobs. There's, there's, you know what a famine is? Dryness. No water, barrenness. Everything is dying. It was in this. And Isaac went unto Abimelech and verse 2. And the Lord appeared to him and said, say said. You see, faith comes if you hear the voice of God. And you must obey that voice. Don't go down to Egypt. Stay in this dry land. Stay in Delph. Dwell in the land which I shall tell of thee. And then in verse, that same verse again, verse 13. Verse 13. The man waxed great in a famine. <laughs> and he went forward. And he grew until he became very great. May this be your story. May it be your portion. Sit down. I said to the Lord, although we're in a poor place, my people will not be poor. Now you see, a pastor can't lead people if he himself hasn't gone where he's leading the people. I heard a pastor say the other day to people, I see God raising five millionaires. Oh, and the people got excited. Wouldn't you be excited to be a millionaire? <laughs> but I know this pastor. 
I've seen him before. He's always moving from place to place. He's got no house. I don't know. He's always looking for place to stay. So he's prophesying that God is going to make the people rich, but he himself is poor. God doesn't work like that. You can never lead the people to where you have not gone to. My, my father in the faith, Pastor Lafoy, taught me this. He said, water, if you understand the building trade, water never rises above its own level. Do you see? If you take a water uh, level in a pipe and you have it in an in a arch and you throw water in the one side, it will bounce like this till it comes, till later it stands still. Then the one side will be equal to the other side. Water never rises above its own level. Do you understand? You cannot take the people where you have not gone to before. <laughs> so I present to you a pastor that is not poor. I'm not confused. I see where I'm going. And I'm enjoying the blessings of the Lord. But this is the beauty of a good pastor, which you have. He doesn't want to prosper alone. Listen, when people tell you in the business world, uh, don't you want to invest in this thing because I made so much money and I don't want to be rich alone, I want to share it. Never believe that. They just want to make more money. They have this cue that they want you to go up with them. Don't believe that, it's nonsense. Nothing is free in this life. There's no free lunch. But in the ministry, a good pastor will be like Jesus. You know what Jesus said to his disciples? He said, I, I'm going to, to my father. Oh, there's a nice place there. It's called heaven. But he says, I'm going to build mansions for you. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. Why? So that you can be where I am also. So why am I preaching and teaching you faith? I want you to have what I have. Are you listening? I want you to have what I have also. And I see God bringing it to you. Where you are connected to makes a big difference in your life. Listen. We are connected to makes a big difference in your life. Because the spirit of the, of the leader is almost permeated to the people. It's permeated, yeah. It is a, it's just a, it's just an impartation. As I'm speaking, I'm imparting to you. But to those who believe, they will receive it. Glory to God. Wow, I said a lot by the Spirit this morning. <clears throat> but I see the man with the shoes. He's going to have something great in this life. If he believes. If he believes. Now quickly, just four points and then I close. <clears throat> Short points. This is such an interesting topic, you know. To discuss faith. Because I believe as I was uh, traveling to different countries and I saw the prosperity of God 
in the lives of people. I said, Lord, how did this happen? And the Lord said, it's only by faith. <clears throat> only by faith. And now you see, what we must realize is don't criticize people that are progressive. Let me teach you something beautiful. If you see a man is progressive and a man has things by the, by the Lord and he's doing the Lord's work. I'm not talking about outsiders. A man who's doing, who does the Lord's work, if he is prosperous and progressive, don't criticize him. No, admire him. Are you learning? Why do you say that, Pastor? Because criticism is an evil spirit. It was criticism that prevented the Israelites from entering the promised land. And everything you criticize, you chase away from yourself. Yeah. But that thing you admire, you draw it to yourself. So if you criticize a prosperous man, you are pushing prosperity away from you. If you criticize Benny Hinn who, who prays for sick people and they get healed, you will never have such a ministry in your life because you have pushed it away from yourself. If you criticize those whom the Lord has blessed with prosperity in ministry, you will never have it. You will have a good doctrine, a good teaching, but you will be poor. And I don't want to be poor. Like my friend Dampis was saying on a TikTok video, for one nekis, Quickly, Second Thessalonians one. Here's a key. I give you some. There are too many nuggets, so I give you this. Your faith can grow. Here's a nugget for you on faith. All right, your faith can grow. Second Thessalonians one verse three. You must be patient. You know, the people that inherit the promises of God. The Bible says they were those who had faith and patience. It's two things. So you say, Pastor, I don't see the things you, you said last week. I, I believe. I'm, I, I still, I'm still in the same situation. No, no, no. You mustn't forget that faith grows over time. Are you listening? You must apply the patience. But believing God, you will see what God promised you to see. Are you with me? So in the beginning, your faith is small, but faith is something that can grow. Listen to this, the Bible here. He says, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. Please, in the normal English version, it's nice. I'm sure. Yeah, your faith is flourishing. He says, dear brothers and sisters, we can't help but thank God for you. Because your faith is growing. Hallelujah. And your love for one another is also growing. Glory to God. And when your faith grows, you also, you, you can do bigger things. Hallelujah. When your faith grows, you will obey greater instructions from God. So instead of allowing your faith to decrease, you must increase in faith and trust in the word. Because faith grows. Hallelujah. How does faith grow? Faith grows by hearing. 
Now I come back to what I was saying all along. You can't come to church haphazardly and say, Die ding werkie vir my nie. Hy gaan nie werkie. Because, you see, you didn't hear me preach last week because you were not here. It was cold, isn't it? So you have less faith than the one who came to hear me preach last week. Because faith cometh by. <laughs> so I say tonight, we'll gather. It's even hard for you to even contemplate coming again. You came to church already. It's what you say. I say, come again. You see, you, you don't understand. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith doesn't come by having heard. When you leave here now, you say to your, 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 your uncle, I heard the pastor preach in the past tense. You see, but you say, I'm not finished. I'm going back again because faith cometh by continual hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. Hallelujah. And hearing. And hearing again. And hearing again and again and again and again and again. <clears throat> yes. And your faith will grow. And you will believe God for bigger things. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. Make a, take a cookie, take a pencil, take something and draw a line under Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm closing the series on faith by this teaching today. So you've got to listen to the word of God. We are blessed because of technology today. We have the word of God. In our days, it was only audio cassette. Audio. Sorry. Yes, was it called audio? The thing with the two wheels in. Audio. That was in our days. You know why I believe this, what I'm preaching to you now? Because I've practiced it and it has worked for me. Listen to the messages you like over and over and over again. Because the more you listen to preaching, the more you'll find certain messages you like. And you listen to it. You don't have to listen. Don't say, I listened to it already. You make a mistake. Keep listening. Keep listening. You might miss one or two things in the first lesson. Then you get something in the second and third lesson. Keep hearing. Faith cometh by hearing, continual hearing. <clears throat> when I was a teenager, I used to buy preaching audios. I've, I've told the people this that, that know me for long. Yeah. I used to, my father used to, when my father and mother was born again, they started listening to preaching from the Americans. But we, we couldn't see them here, but we could have the audio. It was brought here. And then also Reynald Bonke. Audio. His, his cassettes were red. Shambok's cassettes were blue. Jimmy Swaggart's cassettes were white. No, Shambok was green. Bonke was red. Jimmy Swaggart was white. Sometimes Jimmy Swaggart, if, we, if people made copies of it, you know you get people who make copies then they're in blue I remember I'm, I'm, I'm older than many of you I remember the cassettes like it was yesterday 
God's word to Abram by Jimmy Swaggart. I'll never forget. Not one hoof shall be left behind. I'm giving you the headings of the sermons. I listen, 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 listen. Reynald Bonka, the blood of Jesus. Red audio. I still have it. I can't play anymore because I can't find a, a machine like that anymore. But you can come to my house here. I'll take it out. I'll show you. Here's the stuff that I, that built my faith as I was hearing it, hearing it, hearing it, hearing it. R.W. Shambach. All you need is faith in God. Green. You don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. And when I used to play those things, I play it in the night. I'm telling you how faith came to me. Yes. I grew up in Eitzig. It was called Smokkelsig because every second house was selling wine at one stage. But it was there that I listened to the audios. Those cassettes, now if you have a cassette player, after a long while from closing and opening, even that thing falls off, the front cover. Then you just have to put the thing on very strategically. Then you said, play. Hey. But normally when I used to listen to these tapes, I fell asleep in the night. Because preaching is also good if you want to go sleep. You don't need a tablet. Play preaching. Or read the Bible. It can make you fall asleep very quickly. Yeah. And I used to listen, listen, listen. Then in the morning when I wake up, because it's an auto-reverse, it plays, then it rewinds itself, then it plays. And then I see that my tape got stuck. And somehow the thing rolled off. I don't know how it happened, but it rolled off and the whole room is full of tape. And I was very sad because on the tape was the Word of God. Hey! Then I had to take a pencil and put it in the center and rewind the thing. But somehow because you did it wrong, somewhere there's a twist in the tape. Or part of the tape got stuck in the mechanism of the blaupunk. So to pull it out, you have to break it. And my heart grew sad for the tape. This tape that you will throw in the bun today. My heart grew sad for the tape because on it, it had the inclines of the word of God. Signs of the times. Then I cut it, I do an operation, a spiritual operation to save the word of God. Then I cut it and I take shallow tape and I place it together. But that word I cut out was maybe hallelujah, so I don't know. <laughs> or the preacher say, turn to mm, chapter 4 verse 5 and I say, I wonder where that... Mm -mm. But because I remember the preaching. Faith cometh. Then they changed in the, in the 80s and they brought video machines. Hey! So we could get video cassettes. I watched, my father used to have a lot of tapes of Jimmy Swaggart. 
And then later as I grew, just when I got married, it was uh, Benny Hinn. I used to watch Benny Hinn. And I, I had a collection of all the healing crusades. You see some of the ministries in my ministry when I preach. I used to watch them all. Kansas City, Cincinnati, all the places where the healings took place. You know that some believers in those days used to criticize me. Say, no, no, you can't keep watching these people. You, 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 ask, you must have your own ministry. All these, those idiots who spoke like that, they've got nothing today, nothing. And God has blessed me. So that you, you know you're an important person, isn't it? Don't, you, you know you're very important. You are sitting now and listening to me speak to you. You're sitting for an hour. It's the power of faith. How did it come to me? It came by hearing, hearing, hearing. Now we have podcasts. Nice, Bishop Dag. Wow. Even Pastor Chris. You can watch me on video. It's, it's good. But if you listen to me on audio, there's a greater anointing. I can tell you. I've listened to myself and I was surprised. I said, this is something here. Don't just finish today. Listen again and again. And why, Pastor, why? Because faith cometh by hearing. Cometh by hearing. <clears throat> your faith will increase. Your faith will grow. Once you only had faith for a windy house, you're going to have faith for a council house. And later you'll have faith for a, your own house, a bonded house. Because all things are possible. But faith grows. Faith grows. Amen. Faith also grows when you use it. Number two. It grows by hearing. And number two, it grows when you use it. You must use the faith. No use. I preach all these things to you. And you're not practicing it. Yeah. The Bible says what you say you will have. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Start making positive declarations over your life. Use the faith of God. Pray over things and believe that it will come to you. The scripture teaches us that we gain by using what we have. In Luke 19, 15, the Bible talks about it came to pass when they returned that he commanded these things to be called unto him. To whom he had gave the money and he wanted to know how much did you gain by trading? He wanted to find out what the prophets were. Faith will work if you use it. I remember I was a young boy when I, when I, when I heard about the blood of Jesus by Reynard Bonke. The blood of Jesus can block every demon. Hey! He said the blood will be put on your ear, on your big toe and on your thumb. I remember. He said the devil can't harm you. So one day I was walking down the street with my mother to the shop and a huge dog came running for us. And my mother was jumping behind me like mothers do. I said, Mama, don't be afraid. I heard the word of the Lord. And I said to this mongrel, it was a pavement special. The blood of Jesus! The dog went, Some stories resonate, will stay with you forever. 
Look, you can be 50, 60 years old. You only remember a few things in life. You see? Some things you think is a joke. It's not a joke because I remember that day exercising what the preacher told me to do. Whenever you have an attack, put up a shield. Say, the blood of Jesus is against you. And you will see there's an invisible shield in the realm of faith. And no enemy can attack you. Hey, my mother was surprised that this power was working. But faith had come to me by hearing. Now I don't rebuke dogs. My faith has grown. I rebuke people. I squash orangos. I squash them. I crush them. I highlight them in the church. Those who destroy the work of God. And I warn people against them. My faith has grown. I see your faith growing in Jesus' name. I send missionaries to Uppington, to East London. I'm now going to send missionaries to Uganda. At first I was always afraid. Will they survive? How will we make it? No, my faith has grown. Because I believe wherever they go, it's not me. God is with them. God will provide for them. Yes. So get ready. I'll be sending you soon somewhere. My faith has grown. My faith has grown for raising of finances. Amen. Yeah, we're going to raise a lot of money here for the work of God. We need to tile this place now soon. I need almost 300 to 400,000 rand. But we will have it. By faith. Amen. To make the place of God glorious. Hallelujah. Praying for the sick. Hey, my first prayer was only for headaches. I was the headache specialist pastor. If you had a headache, if you have a headache, put it on your hand right now. I rebuke that headache in the name of Jesus. It will go. But after that, the Lord said, no, pray for all types of sickness. And if you believe, listen, if you believe, you shall receive. Faith is the trigger for the supernatural. Amen. But let me close rather because of time. Well, let me say this about the supernatural. It, it all depends how you perceive me. You see, if, if you analyze me, you'll see I'm a normal human being. I was born from the womb of a woman. And if you look at my mistakes, there are many. Even if you write down all my mistakes, give me the page afterwards, I'll put on those you didn't see. Because if you analyze a man in his position as a man, your faith will be very small. But you must see a man as a servant sent from God. Hallelujah. And if there's faith, it will spark the supernatural. When Jesus started ministering, what hindered his ministry was the people in his hometown. They asked normal questions. Who's his father and mother? Who's his sister? Who's his brothers? Was he not a carpenter? And the Bible says in Mark chapter 6, Jesus could do no great works there because the people did not believe in him. Are you listening? The people did not believe in him. That's why he couldn't do. So when we pastors pray, we look for faith. Amen. You see, sometimes when I'm coming down here and the Lord is, the power of God is moving, I don't just lay hands, uh, 
numerically. One, two, three, four. No, 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 no. I'm always looking for faith. I'm looking for those who believe. And you can see it. It's a supernatural thing. You can see it in the eyes of people. Or you can see it as the Holy Spirit is working on the people. Because what makes the supernatural work? Faith is the trigger. Somebody believed. And God accounted them as righteous. Glory to God. Yes, don't just be logical in your mind. You say, how can it be? How could God make the world in six days? You must just believe it. Amen. One day a professor told me, there's no way Jonah could have been swallowed by the whale. Because for the whale to swim from where it was to where it spitted in mud, it had to be faster than the fastest American torpedo submarine. I said, Professor, I don't know all the logistics and the scientific data. But all I know is God said, the whale swallowed Jonah. And I believe the whale swallowed Jonah. And on the third day, he was spit out again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe the Red Sea parted and they went through by faith. I believe Noah built an ark and the rain came down in Tarsus and only eight were saved. Scientists have been searching for this ark by logic and by reason. It don't work. Listen, I'm a Bible school student. I studied at the University of Cape Town. It's one of the top 10 universities in Africa. I did a master's degree in religious studies. But nothing that I learned there has helped me to do my ministry here. Because everything there is by logic and by reason. But in the, in the ministry, you don't operate by logic and by reason. You have to operate by faith. <clears throat> and to you believe, you will see the miracle hand and the glory of God in your life. There will always be criti critical people. There will always be. We cannot waste our time on critical people. Don't let your education become an abomination to you believing that God can do the impossible. Are you listening to me? Believe God. Now lastly, as I close, I close, I close. I'm sorry, I have to close, I have to close. How can faith work for you Faith is the pressure that you apply on the power of God. Are you listening? Mark chapter 5, verse 32. Oh. And he looked around to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him the truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made thee whole. Everybody say after me, your faith has made you whole. This was the words of Jesus to a girl. Amen. The, the woman that had the issue of blood. And you say, Pastor, I'm, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a condition, position. I give you the key to receive from God. You must apply pressure. Everyone who applies pressure is a woman and a man of faith. They told this woman with the issue of blood, you must not be out in the streets. But she's a great example of someone who pressed through to get a miracle. Are you hearing me? She applied a lot of pressure, pressing through the crowd and eventually touching the hem of his garment. 
And although others rebuked her because she broke the rules of the Jewish tradition, Jesus never rebuked the woman. No, he, recommend, he recommended her for her faith. And the manifestation of her faith was because she applied pressure until she made contact with Jesus. Until she made contact with Jesus. And through the Bible, you will see people who receive from God or those who press in to receive from God. Are you hearing me? Faith is also the pressure that you apply. Blind Bartimaeus sat by the roadside begging and Jesus came walking down the street. And the Bible says he started to shout, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible says the disciples tried, the people tried to shut him up. But he said, I'm not going to be quiet. I'm going to apply pressure. And the Bible says he shout even the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus did not rebuke him for his rudeness. He did not rebuke him for his forwardness. He, stands, he stood still. I see the Lord standing still for you today. He turned and he said, come to me. Come to me. Come to me. And he asked him, what, what shall I do for you? He said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. God is going to open your eyes. But listen, you can't stand by the wayside. You must press in to be part of what is happening here. I love people who just join the church and suddenly I see them working in the church. These are people that are pressing in. I don't like people who come visit here for two years and then they still want to decide. By the time you decide, your coffin is already waiting for you. And you've done nothing for God. You must press in. Press in. Jesus said to him, Go thy way. Thy faith has made you. What made him whole? Thy faith. Daughter, thy faith has healed thee. <clears throat> One day he was preaching in someone's house and these people couldn't get into him. They climbed on the roof and they took off the straw tiles. They broke some of the pearl lines and the rafters and they lowered this man into the middle. Jesus didn't call the police, the Jerusalem police, and laid a claim against uh, destruction of property. No. He was surprised at their faith. And he said, stand up, take up your bed and walk. Your faith impresses me. You're not standing one side. You are pressing in. You are applying pressure. But one day he came to a man who was lying by the pool of Bethesda. This man had no faith. All he said was, every time the angel comes, the people jump in me. He was like, I'm sure he was a colored man. <laughs> he, he had an excuse for why he can't do anything right. Say forgive. forgive. He had an excuse why he couldn't be healed. He said, so what must I do for you? He gave this whole story. He said, take up your bed and walk. Sometimes, it's the compassion of God that has to intervene. But God is not pleased when He must heal you through His compassion. He really wants you to exercise your faith. Exercise your faith. Say to yourself, you will not stay poor. You will become rich because Jesus Christ 
has become poor for our sakes. You will not stay sick. You will receive the healing, the anointing, and the power of God through your life. There's a person here with a back problem. Receive healing now in the name of Jesus. There's pain right down your back, especially in the lower back. Receive healing for that back pain in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Press in. Faith is the pressure that you apply. So I close and I re-emphasize that you must increase your faith by listening and hearing the word of God. Develop your faith, ladies and gentlemen. Keep coming to church. Keep coming to church. Listen to messages over and over. Listen to the old messages and listen to the new messages. Read the books. Read the books that God placed into your hands. And soon you will be applying pressure on the gates of heaven. Hallelujah. And this pressure will turn your defeat into victory. Yes. Get as many videos as you can. Listen. Keep listening. At home, at school. Listen to the word of God all the time. Apply pressure on the throne. And you will surely experience a different life. I've come back from Ghana with a, a, a new zeal to enter into new dimensions of faith. I even asked my pastor there to lay hands on me because I'm entering a new dimension. And he did. And if you are willing and obedient, you will experience that dimension. The dimension of the supernatural where miracles and healing will take place right in front of your very eyes. If you believe it, you shall taste of it. No, you shall be partakers of the glorious inheritance of the saints. Your old shoes are changing. Listen, your old shoes are changing into new shoes. Somebody here will have been blessed so much that when I make an appeal for something the church needs, you will pay for it yourself. Somebody here is going to buy the church a bus because we need a bus. Somebody here will say, Pastor, what is the price of the bus? I will buy the bus. I know that I must have transport to bring the people to the house of Zion. And I see you being blessed by the Lord. Prosperity is not for us to boast about what. Prosperity is just a means to use to help the people. That's all. That's all. The anointing is here. Bow your heads. I feel the touch of God's hand here. New dimension by faith in God. You say, Pastor, I've tried all the avenues. I don't know anymore. Don't give up. 
be like the woman that had the issue of blood. She tried everything the Bible says. She spent all the money on the doctors and could not be healed of any. But she heard about Jesus coming this way. She said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will surely be made whole. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be surely be made whole. And then when she touched him, touching Jesus is all that really matters. Your life will never be the same. Never be the same. Jesus walked by. He perceived power that has left him. He said, somebody touched me. They said, Lord, how? So many people are around you. How can you say somebody touched me? He said, no, I felt it. He said, I felt it. I felt virtue leaving my body. Because somebody made a demand by faith. It doesn't seem natural. It doesn't seem logical. But we have started to believe in supernatural things. And your life will never be the same again. You are entering into a new dimension. Dimension of supernatural faith. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.